Welcome to the Beauty Edit Podcast, a podcast solely dedicated to the nail and beauty industry. In today's episode, we had the pleasure of chatting with the Queen of Glitter, Maria Cientani, the co-founder of the addictive brand Lacente. Maria has us laughing throughout with stories about her life and growing up as a glitter junkie in the 70s, but also shares with us the motivation behind Lacente. Keep listening to find out more about this incredible brand, including their hugely anticipated Create Gel Polish system and how we can help the environment when using glitter. Hi, Maria. Hello. Hi. How are you, ladies? Okay? Yeah, great. Thank you. Are you? Yes, I'm great. Thank you. Loving lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) That should be a hashtag. Loving lockdown. Absolutely. That would be so good. Absolutely. All of this not having to get dressed business is just perfect for me. Yeah, it is us. I think today's the only day Shelby's taken a dressing gown off. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing wrong with a dressing gown. Absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah. How are you? Yeah, do you know, I'm good. Um, I've managed to avoid the um, pandemic so far. Um, Good, yeah. And yeah, do you know, it's been nice to sort of be told to stay at home and not work as hard as I normally do so at the moment I'm really enjoying it and relishing what's happening yeah enjoying having some time yeah yeah are you still working at the moment yes absolutely um it's just that my working day involves not getting dressed anymore I quite literally (laughs) (laughs) I still wake up at half past six which is an unearthly hour 21 and I'm quite literally a work from quarter to seven onwards and I just sit in my nighty or my t-shirt or whatever and I just do it all in my workroom and I love it. Yeah, I do. I do. I, it's just a shame you can't go back to work in in your dressing gown. No. It is. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I think it'd be acceptable. I value the workforce far too much to allow them to see me in my dressing gown. <laughs> Could you tell us the inspiration behind starting Lucente? Oh, yes. Well, I'm a child of the 70s, the early 70s, unfortunately. And I sort of got to that age of where you notice things about you when I was probably about seven or eight. So that would have been 77, 78, 79, around that time. And it was just at the point of where disco music was coming huge so we had things like Saturday Night Fever, Earth, Wind and Fire, amazing things and everywhere you looked it was just all full of sequins (laughs) and I just thought oh oh this is so for me I'm a real sequin and animal print type of person my husband says I'm cheap but you know (laughs) but it is what it is and I think during them sort of informative years, you know, where you're developing and, you know, noticing things, it was just something that never left me. And I used to go to uh, Len Goodman's School of Dance. Oh, <laughs> really? Yes, he used to be my dance teacher. No, seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I suppose he sort of stoked it as well because, you know, my happiest memories were just sort of like dancing about to disco music and loving life and all of that sort of thing and it just never left me you know and in the early 80s you know makeup started to get interesting you know we started to get things like glitter eyeshadow um yeah. your mum will blue eyeliner Shelby, but electric blue <laughs> mascara 
Yeah, uh, I remember them days. You do, don't you? Pink champagne lipstick from Avon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Starlight Tweezer. Yes. I call it called Starlight Tweezer from Boots. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the hair dye stuff. Yeah. Oh, so I just stayed tacky. That's probably the best way to say. <laughs> I just stayed tacky and shiny, and I just absolutely loved it. And then I didn't get into the nail industry until I was really old. You know, like sort of twenty-seven. You're and- really old. <laughs> Well, I've done a variety of jobs and things. Um, I had to leave school at sort of 16, 17 to go to work. Um, my mum and dad had separated, so we had very little money coming into the house. And, you know, I had to go out and do my thing. And in all honesty, at 16, 17, I didn't know what I wanted to do with myself. So I just went and worked and that was it. And it was only when I got to about 27, I met my husband-to-be and I thought... Oh, I'm bound to have children at some point. I'd like a job that I can do around the children. It never occurred to me that I would never work. Um, and I just thought, what do I like doing? And being the shallow type of person that I am, the only thing I really liked was painting my nails. Yeah. And I just thought, well, why not? And by sort of sheer luck and fluke, around the corner from where I used to work, there was um, a beauty wholesaler that were running star nail courses. And that's how I got into the nail business. And, yeah, I've not looked back. That's good, yeah. Yeah. But the whole thing for glitter, I think when I'd done that first nail course, we were given products to use. The very first nail course I'd done actually was a nail art course. So that was prior to manicure, pedicure, nail extensions, and all of that sort of stuff. So I'd done the easy bit first. And <laughs> yeah. The glitters that they gave us, as soon as you put nail varnish near them, the colour just would run off. Yeah, disappeared. Yeah. And this is, I mean, we're going back over 20 years. So this is long before shellac and, you know, gel polishes and things like that. So, you know, I'm proper old school. And I just thought, oh, I don't like this. And the only colour you could really effectively wear in your nails was silver. Yeah. Because as soon as you put nail varnish over a red or a green or a blue, it was it was just silver again, so yeah. So when did Lucente start then? Well, a while after. Um, oh God, I'm trying to think. I don't know about <laughs> probably about five six years later, I took my godchildren ice skating, and I've never been slight of frame, and <laughs> I. <laughs> I've always had more bits on the bone than the average girl and I'd done like a pirouette like I was doing it all. <laughs> but the problem was I went down like a, a big cow on ice <laughs> and I broke my arm. Oh, As no. we say in Yorkshire, ton of bricks. Yeah, yes. sack of went, spuds. went down <laughs> like a sack of spuds on a ton of bricks. Massively. And I couldn't work. So up until that point, I'd trained to be a nail tech in all aspects. I'd uh, done my teacher training. I was teaching adult education. I was teaching for companies. I was doing product testing, product development for several companies. And then it all had to stop because I could not get to work, could not drive the car. And I just thought, what can I do until this arm gets better? And I just thought, oh, there's got to be a, a solution to glitter. Yeah. And this is prior to the internet being sort of as big as what it was. 
Um, you know, so I just had to do a lot of legwork for the six to eight weeks that I was off. And I just contacted like glitter manufacturers to see if they could do what I wanted because right up until the point we come along, the colour of glitter was always on the outside of the product, never on the inside. And I thought, if we can get the colour on the inside, surely you then lose the problem of as soon as the solvent gets in contact with it, the colour disappears. Yeah. And I was just lucky. We found somebody who knew exactly what we wanted, um, how to do it, was already sort of working on something similar ahead of us who just helped us. And that was how really Lucente was born. Brilliant. And how long ago was that, Maria? Oh, my God. Um, at least, oh, God, 12 years ago. Yeah, I think. Did you used to be called Irresistible? Yes. Yes, yeah. So we have still got some of your original glitters in our studio <laughs> in the pot. Did it have a little lady? Yeah, it had like had a, a little yeah. lady on the logo. It did. It used to have a nail technician and her customer. Ah, yes. Yes. At the table. Yeah, all coming back to me now. We have still got some pots, original pots. Wow. So I remember you sort of being the first glitter company. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, I think we used to just buy it. I think when we wanted Rockstar nails, that yes. was what they were called, weren't they? You know, back yeah. when it first sort of hit with like the gel polish revolution. Yes. Um, you know, I remember Rockstar nails and trying to figure out how how what are going to do these yeah. these nails. Yeah, I re- I remember, but I couldn't remember how long ago that actually was. Long time ago, I think we've been. So we had the product for probably a couple of years before we got with Sweet Squared and we were just selling it through our website and we were very green as a company we were just so green about you know how to market and again this is prior to things like Facebook being the selling platform the telling platform the showing platform what it is today long before Instagram long before Pinterest long before all of these marvellous you know apps that are you know you can download and look at things on yeah you know and it was just so hard to get your message over there weren't bloggers like there was like there are now you know it just didn't happen you know I think you just used to get like Jane down the road who paint her nails dip her finger in the pot and (laughs) (laughs) I think like anybody that was in the industry back then um like we were um, you relied on things like Scratch Magazine, going to like professional beauty. Yeah. They were your only really resources to find these mm. new things. So like you say, it wasn't as easily accessible like it is now with social media. No, no. I think we probably first found it through Sweet Squared. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because we live in Wakefield, which is the next village down from Leeds. Yes. So, we're so we always drive over to the sweet shop, don't we? Yeah. Even I used to. In when I was younger with you, didn't I? I used yeah. to go over. We got at McDonald's afterwards. Okay. <laughs> KFC. Of course, well, now they've moved. I think it's KFC. Now. It is, yeah, KFC. KFC. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've just said. KFC. We go on as long as I'm going Bargain bucket. I just yeah. not that I'm governed by food and <laughs> anything to where food is, but I'd have been dead. If I'd have worked for Sweet Squared, I'd have been dead all yeah. the while they were next to McDonald's because my weakness is. 
the double sausage and egg McMuffin. We were lucky in terms of sort of how we got discovered because we were just selling on our website quite merrily and Julia Moran, who runs the uh, Creative Academy in Manchester, she had bought some products because of all of this Rockstar Nail stuff that was coming about. She had just bought some because, well, I think she'd just come across us. Yeah. And she then contacted us and said, do you know, we really love what you've done, what it does, you know, what it is. Can we sell for you? And honestly, if I said to you, me and my brother, who is my business partner, nearly wet our knickers, it would be <laughs> an absolute understatement. We were just so sort of, oh, my God, how has this happened? This wasn't in the plan. And, you know, of course, then she did, and then it started taking off. And then we had um, another distributor for Sweet Squared who come forward, who had heard about the success that Julia had been having. And in the end, we just got brave. And we emailed Samuel and Samantha and said, you know what, we'd like to meet. And... Even now, I can remember me and my brother sitting in the hotel room. This is how crap we were. We <laughs> we, we had to share a hotel room. <laughs> can you imagine you did... and Kari sharing a hotel oh, room? No. Oh, fortunately, not the same bed. Them days of us having to share a bed of long sort of past yeah. by. Top and tailing. Yeah. But we were sat in the hotel room the night before, I think up until sort of like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning still putting together you know our demo stuff with what we wanted to go in and give them on the off chance that they might go with us take a pump with us and yeah yeah to say we were blessed and we have been blessed and we are blessed is an understatement would you say Maria it just then from that point did it just sort of like explode overnight you know um would you say that was like when you thought, I, yeah? I knew we were home and dry when Samuel and Samantha said, do you know what, we'd like to give it a go. Amazing. Because we knew that we had the resources, the market knowledge, the capabilities of making it more than here's a bit of glitter on the nail. Yeah. Yeah. And... They've been incredibly patient with us. (laughs) (laughs) They took a punt on a newish company that had absolutely no heritage. And we were just two southern idiots that just sort of ballsed it through their door and really wanted them to be a part of our journey. And we never spoke to anyone else. It was never in our remit to speak to anybody else, you know, and we were just so blessed and remain blessed and yeah god we're lucky really lucky yeah did you ever expect it to get this big oh there's a question no and it's we have a huge amount to be very thankful to sweet squared and our customers too i don't know if you've ever seen the epic speech that i did on the year at the scratch stars awards where i won innovator of the year no. Oh my word. Oh my word. It is shocking. But we are nothing without our customers. Yeah. 
you know, you can do all of this. You can have the best product in the world and all of the rest of it. But without our customers, our community, we are nothing. So we've been lucky in so many different aspects. You know, we were lucky that Samuel and Samantha took a punt on us because if I'd have been them too, probably wouldn't have. <laughs> Clear off. Yeah, yeah, I would have been. I'd have thought, oh, God, this is going to be too much hassle. Um, we're lucky that people sort of understood what we was about, what our aims were, what we were looking to do. It would be dead easy just to pick up any old glitter and stick it in a jar and flog it. But we're a bit more than that, you know, and people have to be patient with us as well. You know, our customers' patience sometimes is magnificent because we're so set on it has to be done correctly. It has to be safe, has to be legitimate has to, you know, have traceability. At the end of the day, we're dealing with cosmetic products. We're not dealing with bricks or car tyres or anything like that. We're dealing with a proper product that people are putting onto their bodies. Mm -hmm. Although the regulations aren't quite as rigid as with products that you put on your face, there is still a hell of a lot of legislation that goes into them. And I think for our customers, they know that when we bring product to market it's safe it's going to do what it's expected to do and it's fit for use and purpose yeah Yeah. a lot more people are more aware now as well about where the products are coming from and what's in them yeah massively um i think for us in terms of did we ever think we'd get as big as we did no absolutely not um but it's sometimes it's like power of association i think Sweet Squared have such a phenomenally successful business. When you go into business, people aren't thinking, oh, I want to be Dave with the corner shop. They're thinking, I want to be (laughs) Harrod with the corner shop. Nobody's going in thinking, you know, I just want it to be basic. You know, everyone who's an entrepreneur or who takes a punt to do something for themselves is going in with the intent that this is going to be big, this is going to be great. And yeah. It's going to be wonderful. And when we got our first distributors abroad, it was just like, oh, wow, this is just amazing. But when we got to sort of, we're running at 30 distributors abroad now. Wow. And God. Yeah. And you wouldn't expect it from us. <laughs> we would. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> we, we, would. Use, we use your glitters. Thank you very yeah, much. We can, see, we can see why. Definitely. Definitely. But you just think... You're big in your country, you know. You don't realise that people from abroad notice what you do. So, yeah, we've been lucky. We're never complacent. Yeah. (laughs) What has been um, one of your highest and one of your lowest points during Lacente? Oh, my highest point. Do you know what? Every day is monumental. As rubbish and as naff as that sounds, every day is really good. Yeah. So I think, oh, gosh. You know, we've put a few people on the spot, haven't we? And they're like, oh, you can't ask me that. (laughs) I think when I won Industry Innovator, that was a real huge highlight for me. Um, Our lowest point. Hmm. Do you know? I can't really think of any, if I'm honest. Well, that must mean that there hasn't been any 
which is amazing, which yeah. just obviously speaks volumes in itself. Yeah, there is nothing I can say to you, ah, oh, this happened. So that was a disaster. I just, no, no, we've been really lucky, really blessed. So do you think that glitter will be around forever? Yes. <laughs> it's got to be <laughs> I mean uh, if any of our clients are listening to the podcast they will know that we love glitter don't we <laughs> yeah we do um and a trade secret of ours which we're just going to put there for everybody is if ever if ever we make um a mistake a balls up let's say we always cover it in glitter <laughs> that is when when Shelby was first training in the salon I always said to her you know if you think you haven't done a good job offer him glitter covered it up with glitter do you know that is the trade secret um but clients tend to know that now because we're like oh you haven't any glitter they go why have you made a mess <laughs> like, no ever ever so professional here <laughs> but yeah we, we love glitter don't we yeah in all forms we always say um like clients will say shelby you've got glitter on your face i said well if you think it's on my face it's also in my bra <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You haven't had a day with glitter unless you don't find it in your underwear. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And even my poor cat, I have <laughs> a very separate contained area. And the other day, she had a just one piece of glitter on her paw. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. cute. So with regards to like glitter being around forever, yeah. Um, obviously, people are more aware of like um, the environment yeah. now. How do you think that will affect glitter? Do you know, we have championed for years that people should, when they use glitter, do a pattern press method. Yeah. yeah. So it reduces their actual use of the product from the jar, but also reduces their wastage. And my pet hate is when I see people stick like a big fluffy brush inside you know, a pot of glitter and brush it all over the nail and it's licking up their hands and their elbows and all of that. There's no need for it. I think the application is incorrect. Yeah. I think it's a huge amount of wastage. And as you know yourselves, any product that you don't use, you need to discard of it because you can't put it back into the container yeah. because it's used product that, you yeah. know, yeah. eventually contaminated in the job. Um, so we are very mindful in how we say to people about using glitter. Moving forward, we'd like to probably put more of our glitters into gels. So yeah. there would be that wastage elimination um, immediately, you know, because it goes straight onto the nail. Ideally, in an ideal world, people shouldn't be flushing glitter down drains. And if they are, they are the problem and not the product. because glitter has no place in a drain yeah. or down the waterways um we have bought in the bio range but i've got to say it's not been as popular as we thought it would be why do you think that is do you think it gives the same result and the same sparkle um almost i think oh, it's, it's a difficult one with the bio glitters, the colours are so limited and the effects are so limited. At the moment, there are no holographic bio glitters out there because they just haven't come to the technology of yeah. making it. Um, 
So the colours that you have are very basic because, of course, you know, this is a new technology that, you know, it's going to take a long time to develop and get right. In terms of for makeup and putting it on your body, I think it is a magical idea. And I definitely don't agree with putting plastic coated glitter on the body because you use swathes of it and the only way that you can realistically get rid of it is by washing it into the waterways and I just don't I don't see the benefit of doing that whereas yeah. with bio stuff you know it will go in and it will biodegrade down in between um I think it's between 14 and 28 days right. so it works really well we will probably get to a time of where glitter may be disposed of but then maybe we need to look at the whole nail industry as a whole. Yeah. yeah you know, because, you know, effectively all nail gels are plastics. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just bigger pieces of plastic than what glitter is. And yeah, I think everybody has their part to play yeah. within the environmental sector. Yeah, you know, definitely. You know, and for us, you know, giving our customers the correct guidance on, how we recommend that you should use the glitter and how you should dispose of it, um, you know, is our way of doing it. And the good thing is, I think with glitter, although it doesn't biodegrade, it is made of um, PET plastic, which is recyclable. Right. Along with the aluminium that's inside it. But I don't know if the technology is there to do it. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to... Separate. Um, recycle yeah. glitter. <laughs> That's going to be a difficult one, isn't it? Very difficult. I'm always open to suggestions, though. If people think that we can do something better, absolutely. I am game on and I'm absolutely all for it. Yeah. Um. Do you think you will be putting more of your glitter into your gel polishes then? Do you think? Because we've seen lots of other brands go down the, the glitter polish routes now. Um. Do you think that might be more where you start steering towards with the glitter? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Our intent is to put Lacente into a gel, you know, and as a company that does, I think, I think we're pushing sort of 300 different glitter lines. It's, oh my God. <laughs> it's a bit of a challenge and time consuming and it won't yeah. be a night event. But, Yes, absolutely. I know that we have people who say, oh, do you know what? We really love your glitters, but don't like the mess of it. Oh, I've never found that. No. Never. But like I've said to you, Maria, when we got talking about um, right back in the early days when it was um, irresistible. Yeah. We have still got pots of that glitter. Do you know? So if we've still got pots this many years later, yeah, we're obviously not tipping it and throwing it everywhere no. no no um so you know I don't find I don't I don't never find that no and I think as well with glitter in a pot and glitter in a gel yes you can do different things and get different effects from them absolutely so if you want to do a glitter fade I would much prefer to use a loose glitter than try and mess around with a gel polish and dragging it and things like that yeah I just think well just get just get out the loose glitter yeah <laughs> the glitter yeah, go get the glitter. I think, 
you know, in what you've said is probably testament to maybe us as a company in how we say to people about how to use the product. Yeah. I know that there are brands out there that probably sell 10 times the amount that we do, but they're probably or possibly saying to people, stick the finger in the jar or just stick a big duster brush in there and just like faff it all over the nail. Sticking a finger in a jar makes me a bit queasy. Yeah, like it does. makes me feel a bit odd. Yeah. <laughs> like that is not hygienic. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've, don't get me wrong. I've got jars at home of where I'm sticking my fingers in all day long. But if I was to go into a salon and saw it, I'd have to turn around and walk out. Yeah. I can't do yeah. anything more gross than <laughs> fingering something that somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds crude, oh, but who? <laughs> oh dear. Um, what yeah. is your favourite Lucente glitter? You can only pick one. Black holographic. Ooh. Ooh, really? Yes. What's yours? Mine's goddess. Ooh. And yeah. mine's sand multiglitz. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised. All the time we've been off during lockdown i started going through again re-swatching and i have forgot about some of the corkers that we have got i i'm not a fan of the color blue i think because i went to a school of where we had to wear blue school uniform i've never quite got over the fact that i've had to wear blue for a long time and we've got ocean and boyfriend blue and they are just amazing colors We've yeah. got ocean. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've just been like, oh, my God, <laughs> you're really nice. <laughs> <laughs> my friend Megan, she comes for her nails doing like every three weeks. Yeah. And she always has sand multi-glitz. And I say, Megan, you can't keep having it. It's boring. You need to have something <laughs> different. And she's like, but I really like it. And everyone compliments <laughs> my nails when I have it. Is that the one that's on Lucente's Instagram page? Yeah, I think it is. I think I've done Megan's nails and it's you've shared it on Lucente at some point. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'd like but... to take credit and say, yes, I shared it. But <laughs> <laughs> it was one of you 20 odd year olds. Yeah. Do you know what? It... <sighs> Black Holographic has been my favourite forever. I just love it. And, yeah, I just love it. We have got that, but I, we don't really use it that often, do we, in no, comparison? and I don't know why. I'll be getting it back out when we return after lockdown. Because yeah, I love <laughs> I love black or dark anyway, don't I? So it's definitely a me colour. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, no, Goddess, Goddess is mine. Fabulous. Mm, absolutely love that. Good. So pretty. So, obviously, you've created your Lucente Create Gel. Yes. Um, We've not had a chance to try it yet, but we have seen it in the Sweet Shirts. Sweet, squared, (laughs) shop. (laughs) Shoe shines, (laughs) shoe shines, whatever. (laughs) She sits, (laughs) she sells seashells on the seashore. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Not made for podcasts. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah so we can you tell us more about that um is it like a hundred percent gel is it a hybrid ah so create has been a labor of love for a number of years and 
it's it's a pure drill. It's 100% pure drill. We make it slightly differently to other ones that are on the market. So normally with a, a normal gel polish that you could buy from some places, I've got to be tactful and remember that I'm talking about other brands here. Mm -hmm. They will have <laughs> the colours sort of mixed into um, a liquid and then they add the liquid mixture of the colour into the clear gel, mix it and there it is. And if you look really closely, in these types, you can see that you have like a, a, a film over the top, like a, a layer where the colour is not quite inside the gel because it's already encapsulated within another gel that's mixed in. We sort of cut out that step and we put the powder directly into the gel. So you have the colour run all the way through. The colour doesn't drop because it's, it doesn't have the weight of that original mixed medium that it was put into to sort of drag it down. So, so the, are we talking about separation here when you can see yes. the colour and then the clear? Yes. Right, okay. With ours, ours don't do that. The colour will just stay where it is. Oh. So in terms of, it's, I suppose, again, it was like glitter. You know, we sat down as a collective and we spoke about what would we like a gel polish to do? And we'd seen a shift in the market. You know, people now want their gel polish to last like three to four weeks minimum. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, nail techs wanted a product that stayed on the nail because, as you know, ladies, when you work in a nail salon, nothing makes your heart drop more than somebody message you at nine o'clock at night with a picture of a chip nail or something like that like, <laughs> I need this repaired I know going going back a few years if we ever did that we're like I'm not opening it yes. <laughs> I'm not opening it yet yes. I'll do it tomorrow yes. you dread you dread you know absolutely. well you used to dread them days you know and think oh god no absolutely and clients expectations are different now yeah I think nail techs expectations have also changed because of what their clients want yeah. and we just wanted to make something that was directed at all sectors of the market so you know something that was easy to use for the nail technician that was quicker with the create system when used in the create lamp um you know each coat of our product only takes 30 seconds to cure so quick so quick our colour coats only need one coat for full coverage. So you save money in terms of you don't have to do two applications and you save time because you're not having to do a second application. Does it still last the same by doing only one colour application? Yeah. Oh. If not longer, we've got somebody in our group at the moment, she's got one client that's gone five weeks and another client that's gone six weeks and her nails are absolutely perfect. Brilliant. So, not as, though, not as though we're saying people should go that long. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. It's only because it's locked down. <laughs> yes, this is yes. In real life, I we wanted a product that had the longevity, just in case you had those clients that said, "Do you know what? I'm going away for three weeks. I need something that's going to last. Great. You can have Create, and it's going to last you three weeks. Yeah. Or you know, if you had a waiting list of clients that you wanted to take on, 
that you could fit those in because you know your timetable in between clients could be now pushed from two weeks to three weeks yeah yeah um but in an ideal world nobody wants the growth because the growth is ugly yeah it's not always that sound it is the growth is ugly and also like um the health of the natural nail you know it's not great leaving them six weeks no you know when when you've got all that pressure on the ends and you know i think three weeks if you can get a good nice three weeks i think that that's more than enough absolutely and with regards to your lucente create yeah am i right in saying it's hema free oh absolutely and hpma free right i can't remember what that is off the top of my head but i know it's one of those little ingredients that can cause allergies yeah it's it's, i think is it like the sister it's the sister it is it is indeed um yeah this was something else that we sort of took a lot of notice of i think because as a company we don't ever rush into anything you know because we need to make sure that things are right we were taking notice of what was happening around us yeah um and sort of saying to our chemist that you know we want this product and we want it to do a b and c and it's got to be x y and z and it's got to have everything else in the middle and we were lucky i mean if i told you how much we pay our chemist an hour you'd fall over (laughs) or maybe i'd want to be a chemist oh (laughs) i want to be a chemist um because it's a bespoke formula to us we've been lucky enough that we can tweak the product you know to make it what we want it to be and what we feel will meet our clients needs and their customers needs at the end of the day there's no point in bringing out a product that doesn't last that doesn't meet what the intended purpose is to the audience because nobody's going to buy it people will buy one or two and then they'll go up in forums and say do you know what it's rubbish don't bother spending your money or it's all right for a practice thing nobody ever brings out a gel for a practice thing you're bringing it out because you know it is the best thing that you've done that you can do and that you know people will love and yeah we have been incredibly mindful you know this has taken us three years to do and there's a lot of to in and throwing throwing and when you say to people yeah this took three years people are like how can it take you three uh, three years to do and you know you start off you've got like a base idea of what you want so you want it to last three weeks you want it to be highly pigmented you don't want it to contain um HEMA or HPMA you want it to be um you know pH neutral should it hit the 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 surrounding skin so it doesn't sort of cause any irritation and these things take time it isn't an off-the-shelf formula of where you can say oh yeah here because if it was everybody else would have it yeah and then there's no point in bringing out something that everybody else has because you don't have a market and you don't have a usp for it so we did a lot of testing in terms of people wearing it how they were applying it the conditions that it was put under you know um we were painting people's nails that were going off to egypt for three weeks to see how well the color lasted within the formula in somewhere as hot as egypt yeah um you know what do you do with people who are hairdressers can we sort of get around that 
you know, so even hairdressers can wear the product or people who swim a lot or, you know, you know, do um, bodybuilding or weightlifting. We have a lady who works for us, Katrina. Oh, you know what? You know you've got a product right when she can wear it because <laughs> as a nail tech, if I'd had her as a customer, I'd have said to her, do you know what? You need to go to somewhere else because I can't cut it for you. She is an absolute nightmare. She's got... <laughs> she'll she'll understand the sentiment if she listens to this in what I'm saying. But she's a very busy mum of two young children. So she her hands are always in and out of, um, you know, the dishwasher. She's always washing things. She does CrossFit and Keep Fit and stuff like that. She's very active. Nothing lasts on her nails. Absolutely nothing. And when we got Create to last on her. You knew you'd cracked it. We knew we'd cracked it. (laughs) (laughs) You won the jackpot, so to speak. Exactly. And I think it's virtually impossible to get one product that meets every customer. I'd done um, a live a couple of weeks ago and I equated it to making a bra to fit every woman in the country. (laughs) You can't. No, but mum's bra don't fit me. me. But you want to make something that's going to fit the bulk of the population. And if it doesn't fit it through normal application, then you can sort of tweak it. So it will hopefully tie in with somebody somewhere. Yeah, And yeah. I, think that's, I think that's what we've done. To say that we are proud of it is an understatement. And for a product that's only been sort of out and about since September last year, it has really gathered momentum quick. I know our distributors, they were very much sort of, do you know what, we already run two polished brands, don't really see the need for it. But now they're there, they get it. And sales, I've got to say, touch wood, are phenomenal for us. Brilliant. How many colours are available now, Maria? Oh, Here's the question that I don't know the answer to. (laughs) (laughs) I want somebody Google it. (laughs) I want to say it's something like 28. Have you got plans for the future? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell us them? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Sorry, I needed to take a drink then. Dry throat. Um, (laughs) We've got another collection i think it's six or eight colors coming out in summer we've done the bulk making of them and they're sitting in lovely little tubs at our factory but we've got no one to fill them because everyone's furloughed yeah yeah. so they are there and they are waiting the intent for the create system will be that we'll have another probably 18 to 20 colors this year so we'll do another eight lovely colours in summer, should we get to summer. Um, for what we would have done in October, because at this moment in time, uh, where XL was cancelled in February, March time, it's supposed to be in October, I believe, September, October. I don't know if that's going to happen because obviously the NHS Nightingale Hospital is far more important than any nail show. So if that doesn't happen, we will do an online launch of our 
new collection that will be coming out and that will be between six and eight colors again brilliant i mean going back to like cnd um they they only launched with 10 colors yeah i think were it 10 originally yeah i can remember yeah um you know and then just keep adding to it as you go along anyway so for us as a brand i think what we've learned is if you put all of your eggs in one basket immediately you then have no eggs to put into the basket as time goes on and people are heavily invested with their gel brands and when you say to people ah do you know what our brand does this come over to it but the problem is we've got 300 colors for you to pick from it puts some people off people what we found with lacente fans is they like to grow with the brand and we do staggered releases each year i think for the lacente nail art side we do between oh i think it's like four and six launches we do a year now we've introduced the create system that is uh another between four and six launches a year so when you're saying to people this is what we've got coming out it's a huge investment and as a consumer i would be put off you know in spending that sort of money you know if someone was saying to me right we've bought out 20 new colors this time i would just think i've got to make a choice of maybe five or six colors that i want to buy whereas if you do a staggered release you can grow your collection along with the brand as well yeah that is a good point because when new collections do come out if there's a lot of colors in that collection yeah you feel pressured to keep up almost and pressured to get all the colors and then you feel like you've been left behind if you couldn't afford them all or you didn't want them all even the funny thing is while we've been off create has really gathered a huge amount of momentum and i've had people already based on only 28 colors message us saying what colors do you think i should start off with yeah so people are already worrying on 28 colors of what should they go with and it's a real difficult one you know again it, it would be like someone saying to me you know what card do you think i should buy huh i don't know <laughs> you know i don't know what well, it, it, everybody's clients are different aren't they you know massive. like um like even between mine and shelby's clients yeah what they would choose is very different yeah so it's hard to sort of say to somebody well i'd recommend you. i mean you can obviously recommend your best-selling colors yeah um but it's not necessarily what's suitable for their clients no absolutely absolutely um we are going to see i've always wanted to do with glitter it's very difficult because you're quite limited as to what colorants you can put in between a couple of sheets of pet you know you because of like the end results of how they look and how they come out and does it work and all the rest of it with gel polishes it's a lot different and we are at some point between us going to put it out there to people of what colors do you want let us make your dream color Ooh, which is something so good as a competition yeah which nobody does you know who could imagine ever saying to somebody let's make your color yeah it would be like i've always said for years now i want someone to bring out a gel polish and name it and call it honey because that's the name of my dog oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> <that's cute. laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. We'll bring out a polish and we'll call it honey for you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know when you do. I'll be the first one to buy it. <laughs> yeah. Any yeah. any choice in colour that you have for her to be honey? Oh, I know oh. what colour. Like a like a, a nude. <laughs> I love nude. Shelby's taking the mick now, Maria. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, like a you know, like a champagne. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yes. pinky champagne. Yes. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm with you. Leave it with me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with regards to like the Lacente Create, obviously we've got your Lacente foil gel. Yes. Um, Amazing. Which, yeah. It Thank is you. like a magnet. It's like it a is. magnet. That is the only way. The first time I tried it, cured it in the lamp, and as I went to put my foil on, it like stuck yeah do you know know what I think when we bought out stick it everybody who we sent it to they got it to work perfectly but then we found as it went out to the wider audience some people just could not get it and again it's taking it back to you need something that is exact and with the foil gel we could be 100% exact on how we could get it to behave what we wanted it to do and what it had to do and yeah foil gel we are dead pleased with do you know i've even stamped with it have you really yeah yeah i've stamped leopard print (gasps) i mean it's difficult to see because obviously it's clear um then i've cured it and then i've um foiled and and it, it worked perfectly maria Fabulous. Yeah, yeah, it looked lovely. And then I did a matte top coat on top. Looked <gasps> lovely. Really, oh. really effective. Now have you posted a picture up in the group? Uh, no, I no. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Slap my hands. <laughs> no, but it really did look nice. In fact, one of my clients, she won't have it on now, but she did. Um well, two of them did, didn't yeah. they? I was like, I you know, like I can stamp with it. Yeah. I felt like like I'd just learnt this whole new thing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Must Thank say. you. Really, really pleased with it. Thank you. Um, and also, you've got um, a builder gel in your collection. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more. It is just a thicker version of our base coat. Right. So it has more of one ingredient in to stiffen it up and less of another. Um. But we are super pleased and the uptake on our builder gel has been absolutely phenomenal. People cannot believe that it doesn't crack, that it doesn't chip. Of course, this is, you know, you follow the guidelines and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that the longevity is as good as what it we say it's going to be. They are absolutely gobsmacked. Um we will not, I'm going to say this now, we will not release the Builder Gel in any other colours. Ah, that was one of our <laughs> questions. That was next yes. question. And I'll tell you why. We had several samples made. So we had um, nude colours made because everyone likes a nude nail. And we thought, yes, let's have a go at this. You know, this clear stuff works brilliantly. Let's get our nice little chemist friend to see if he can make us some... Um, nudie coloured ones and I will say now you can't get the curing correct really that's interesting yeah so there's no point compromising is the you know at all it's not worth it 
we tried as well of mixing in one of our distributors got in contact with me a few weeks ago and said can i mix the create polish into the builder gel i think she wanted to put in bakerloo which is a nude color can i put a tiny amount of bakerloo into the builder gel to make a nude builder um here's one i've done earlier i think it's perfect bearing in mind this is all in lockdown so I can't physically get into work to do a quick test and all the rest of it. But fortunately, I have everything at home and I put it on in the way that I thought a client. So one of our nail techs would put it on and it did not cure. Really? It cured lovely on the top. Yeah. But inside was hollow and raw. And that for me is enough to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It will never happen. Yeah, we could not have. I would be mortified as well. Um, to say to people, yeah, mix it all in. It's not a bother. And something to go wrong, I would be absolutely mortified. And you can mix in a tiny amount of glitter. And when I say tiny, I mean in terms of it would give you the hint of a glimmer. So even then, I would say, do you know what? It's not worth it. Stick it no, over. Just put on top. top. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. What would that, be the point in that? Yeah. yeah. And I think for us as well, you know, because we are so straight down the line and we're not a money making exercise, honestly, if we were, you'd be on New York. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doing this podcast still, though, yeah, but on New York. <laughs> absolutely. But we are so integral to the health of the nail, the health of, um, you know, our client's business as well. Yeah. You know, and you can't see through products that have got a mask on them. And with our Builder Gel, it is designed to be infilled time and time again, which you can do confidently and competently because it is clear. So you can see all the time, every time you go to do your maintenance, how the health of the natural nail is underneath. Once you've got a nude involved, it is game over. Yeah. yeah. So it can be infilled, but it can also be soaked off. Is that right? Yeah. Brilliant. I think for people who want to have it soaked off, they are only going to be the customers who say, do you know what? I'm done with having a nail coating on. I don't fancy it anymore. Or I'm going into hospital, take the whole lot off. But yes, absolutely. It is a product that can be infilled time and time and time again. Brilliant. Brilliant. So just to wrap things up, yeah. Um, if you could give anyone listening a piece of advice, there may be a nail tech, they may be just starting out, they may have been in the industry for years, what would that advice be? Have a thick skin. <laughs> and believe in yourself. Um I like that. Yeah. I think the one thing I've had to develop is getting a thick skin. Um, because not everybody is nice about what you do they're not nice about you as a person and they're not nice about your products always you know you can't make something that makes everybody happy and that's absolutely fine um so you just have to have a bit of a thick skin and do you know what it's all right because those are your best customers the ones who say not favorable things about you are your best customers because it gives you the motivation and the scope to improve what you do 
Well, thank you so much for being on the Beauty Edit podcast. We've really enjoyed speaking to you and laughing with you. <laughs> Honestly, bless your hearts. I feel terrifically honoured. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a review and subscribe. We would love to connect with you on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at the Beauty Edit Podcast or join our Facebook group, the Beauty Edit Podcast Society. Thank you so much again and please do look out for another episode of the Beauty Edit Podcast.